Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Overnight Success Podcast, brought to you by Maria Hatsi-Stefanis. Maria is the founder of Rodial and Nippin' Fab, best-selling author and on a mission to help you achieve your dreams. Maria's highly anticipated third book, How to Live Your Best Life, is now available on Amazon. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria, and I'm here with Liv. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. How's it going? It's all great. I'm very excited because today we are talking about my favorite topic, which is <laughs> social media. <Yay! laughs> I'm excited about talking to you about this because I know it's something, um, well, as of reading your book, I mean, it's something that's kind of, is such a huge part of your life and your business. Mm. And for me, it's something that I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with. I mean, sometimes I adore it and I, you know, I can't remember life without it. And sometimes it makes me want to just like throw my phone out my window. <laughs> But the thing is, um, even when I hate it, I know how important it is. I know for a fact it's been a really important thing for you and what you do. So I wanted to know what was, um, if you can remember the first time Mm. you came into contact with social media and what were your first thoughts on it when it first arrived? Yeah, well, social media has been a process for me. I first came across Facebook. So I know there was MySpace before that, but Mm. I don't know what would people talking about about my space so anyway well yeah we'll move on to the more commercial platform you know when everyone started talking about Facebook and um I set up an account and I hated it because I've had people who I known since I was 10 years old and I've lost touch forever <laughs> connecting with me and then were posting or their like family pictures and, and their kids <laughs> pictures and I'm like what am I doing you know I don't have time for that so <laughs> you know after, after a while I just didn't see the need for me you know I have enough you know, people at work and enough connections. I didn't need more friends. And (laughs) (laughs) so I know that's really hard to say, but, uh, and, and then I removed my account on Facebook and I said, you know what? I just, I have too much going on in my life right now. So then Twitter came up and I got really excited about Twitter. When I heard this is a brand new platform, everyone was talking about Twitter And the fact that you just had 140 characters, I love that because I'm really good with words. 
Um, I do like to craft a sentence or I'm a bit ironic sometimes or Mm. I want to be funny. And for me, just 140 characters is the best way to communicate. No pictures involved, you know, no pictures of the kids or families or, you know, (laughs) drinks with friends. Like, I don't care about all that. So I I started using it for work and I was posting things that I was doing. Like, you know, I'm just about to miss a flight or um, this cool thing is happening at Rodial. And it, it was super interesting. And then... I was I was getting into into it and following people and I got followed back and one day I was having lunch with a girlfriend of mine and she said uh, Maria are you on Instagram and I'm like what's Instagram uh, oh you know this is it's an amazing platform and everyone who's in fashion and beauty is there you have to be there so I said you know show me how it works and I got in in, in there and I I, I, um, I saw that you have to be posting pictures. Mm. Um, and I was like, what are you talking about? Where do you even get all those pictures? This is a massive <laughs> commitment. Um, you know, I'm happy with Twitter. It's just words. I can type things. I don't know about this Instagram. But anyway, I got on it and um, I started following people without having anything uh, on my account. Now, it, it was interesting because a lot of people asked me why I named my account at Mrs. Rodia. And, you know, obviously my name, Maria Hatsistefanes. I mean, how do you even spell that? Um, <laughs> and how would even people, everyone spells it wrong. So I said, let me just save a lot of people a lot of effort and a lot of typos and just come up with a name that people will remember. So I have the company, Rodial, uh, you know, Mrs. Rodial, I represent mm-hmm. the brand. So that's easy to remember. And it, it tells a little bit about who I am and my background. So yeah. I called it Mrs. Rodial, just, you know, to avoid having the Hattie Stefanis in there. Um, and that's how it started. And at the beginning, I was really awkward. So if you go <laughs> into my first pictures, um, you know, the quality is just not that great. Um, And I wasn't even, I didn't even know what I was doing. So just posting random things, a product, I don't know, like a, I don't know, whatever, like a picture of London, like a sunset. I don't know what I was posting. Oh, not a London sunset. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe maybe not a sunset. (laughs) Maybe not a sunset, but I wasn't that proud of those pictures. And then, Yeah, I, I've, I've been growing this account for five years and now I'm so much into Instagram. I have been over the last few years and it's it's part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of in all of our lives. Well, anyone who uses mm. it, which is kind of everyone, it, it's a big part of how we spend our time and, you know, wandering around thinking about things we can maybe post about or just, mm. I don't know, just thinking about it's, it's, it's kind of infiltrated our lives in such a kind of, in a way that we can never have predicted and... You know that's why I've got a problem with it sometimes, but also I love it. Like mm. I, I love going on it, and I and I I love when I've got five minutes to spare. Like when I'm waiting for a bus on this, so I can just go on it and like look at everything, and like I adore it. But I do find that I spend too much time on it, and I wanted to ask you how much time do you spend on it? Is it maybe too much? Do you do? You, are you quite strict with how much time you spend on it? Mm. Well, um, a couple of years ago, I was at my peak of the amount of time I was spending on Instagram to the Mm. point that my husband was complaining, my kids were like, you're on your phone all the time. 
it wasn't good. I was, I was overdoing it. I was obsessed. Uh, but now I'm at the point that I feel I'm into it, but I just spend the amount of time that I need to spend and nothing more, which for me is usually one hour a day. Mm. And what I do is I would either spend an hour in the morning after I wake up and have my coffee or after a workout, I would sit down and and check my feed and check the news. Um, I I know I, I want to know what's going on, if there's any news that I need to be aware of, uh, or any updates from from the people I follow, and then. I post my picture, I do my likes, I do my comments, I respond to um, um, some of the comments that have been left to my posts. And I, I generally give it about an hour. It's usually first thing in the morning, I get it done, and then I'm probably done for the day. And I may check it for, I don't know, 15 minutes in the evening, but that's it. I'm very, very strict with that. Um, now, on a day that I cannot really fit in that hour in the morning, what I would do is I would try to find times that it's a dead time, which could be I'm in a taxi, I'm in a car journey, mm. uh, going somewhere, and I'm in a car for half an hour. I would use that half an hour to go and get some work done on Instagram. Let's say I'm waiting for a doctor's appointment, or if I'm at the airport waiting for my flight, you know, th this is that dead, dead, yeah, dead time. This is that time. So if I know that dead time is coming up at some point, I would use my one hour in the morning for something else yeah. and use that that time to get into it. But I'm quite structured and um, I, I never go over an hour mm -hmm. a day. That's my maximum. Even that sounds like a lot, but I bet if I added up all the time that I'm on it all day, I reckon it would be more than that. Because I, I, I kind of check it intermittently throughout the day. But I think the way you're doing it, just checking it in the morning for an hour is probably the best way. Because there's only so much news you need, right? Like you don't need to keep yeah, checking the news yeah, every hour. Yeah. I mean, don't forget that um, I'm at the office all yeah. day. I have important meetings. I cannot be <laughs> between meetings be. <laughs> checking my Instagram. And I even it's not that I even don't want to be seen as I'm checking my Instagram all day I just I'm not in the mental state to be able to I need to focus on my work my team my meetings uh, my day-to-day -day job which is not Instagram and then find some pockets of time throughout mm -hmm. you know my dead time or in the morning to get that Instagram work done yeah so important mm. cool so are there any other of the social media platforms that you like or do you ever check any of them out or give them a go or anything like that Mm. Um, you know, that's a good question. And I get asked a lot from, um, from people who want to grow their social following or they have, um, they're starting a business and they want to be on social media. Um, I just feel that in general, you need to be focusing on the platform that speaks to you most. I think unless your job is social media and you have the whole day to be checking and be active on different platforms, I think you just have to pick one platform and be good at it. So there was a point that Snapchat was getting really big and everyone thought it was going to take over Instagram 
But then Instagram got really smart and they launched Instagram stories. And then everyone moved away from Snapchat because you had that video live um, kind of more uh, real life effect. So um, I mainly focus on Instagram. I do occasionally check Twitter because a lot of people connect with me following my book or leave me comments and I like to read them and respond. Um, and then the platform that people will be surprised that I'm really very rarely on is YouTube. I don't really care much about YouTube. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know. I know my kids are on it all the time when they have free time and they f- follow certain people and they're on the gaming sites all the time. But I just don't find it. Um, there's nothing for me in there. So I would go if I'm researching something. So um, I had a PRK surgery last year for my eyes and I was in there just checking out people who've done it and videos or, you know, when I had my eyebrows microbladed, I was on there for hours researching what people said. And What's would, microbladed? Microblading is when um, it's something like a, a, a semi-permanent tattoo for your eyebrows. Oh, wow. It sounds really horrible, but it's actually quite natural. Something it, you definitely want to do some research into before exactly, you go. Exactly, yes. <laughs> so uh, there's a few things that I would go to when I'm looking for something and I want to research but I'm, I'm definitely not on YouTube it's mm. it's not a platform that is of interest to me um I, I get it all from Instagram yeah fair enough yeah. yeah you're right I mean YouTube is just good for going and looking at old Spice Girls concerts yeah do you spend time on YouTube at all um I don't use it as you say I don't like use I don't follow people or like make playlists or anything but I I spend my I can if I just go and quickly have a look at like, um, you know, like a very short interview with Kate Moss because I want to see that, I'll mm. find myself in like a good like two hour hole of <laughs> searching okay. for stuff. Okay. I did, that's why I don't go on it because I'm too scared that I'll lose half my day on mm. it because I'll just go from video to video just watching stuff that I don't need to be watching. Like I found myself watching the first um, episode of Big Brother in the year 2000 mm. the other day. But I actually oh, wow. ended up writing an article about that, so it was fine. But that was like hours of my time just watching Big Brother from mm. 20 years ago for no reason. Hours <laughs> that you're never going to get back. But often, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but often that, that research, it, it's, kind of, it's things that I find interesting. So then I'll kind of think, oh, I should pitch that to a magazine because I want to okay. write about it. So okay. it kind of sometimes. Okay. Not if it's like, you know, funny dog food adverts from the 80s, which I, I like as well. You know, just stuff like that, but... <laughs> Anyway, um, I wanted to know how you go about like planning your social media content. Do you have a kind of like a timetable or a structure or how, how mm. do you do it? Um, well, what I do, I, I like to post a mix of fashion pictures, outfit of the day. I would batch shoot and, and do a few looks once every couple of months. So that gives me a bank of beautiful pictures that I can spread across a couple of months. So what do you mean by that? Do you mean you're going out within and you have lots of different outfits and you're kind of... I would take two hours uh, in one day and I work with a photographer and we will shoot different looks. That's such a good idea. And, and I have the pictures and then I don't need to worry about having good quality pictures 
uh, done all the time because I have them they're on my phone and then depending on the day depending on what my message is I would post them I would talk about um, how I put the look together a lot of my followers do care about fashion so mm-hmm. they're always asking me questions how, how do you combine this where'd you get that so I do have a, a nice little community of, of um uh, of people and friends and bloggers who will follow each other and we talk about fashion. Um, then I would post, if my makeup is good and the light is good, I would take a selfie. When we have a new product launch, I would post about the product and talk about how I created it. When something interesting is happening in the business, um, which could be we're doing a, a major launch or a press event or I'm doing a... Um, a Q&A at a conference so I would talk about that and I, I do try to balance it so there's a little bit of fashion a bit of business a bit of work a bit of fun and a bunch of selfies yeah <laughs> yeah and a big bunch of selfies yeah how about you what do you like to post <laughs> I've sort of gone off it recently I've gone off Instagram posting for a while I don't know why I think I don't really prepare so I just wait until something fun happens mm-hmm. and then I'll put yeah. it but I think your way of doing things in a batch is better like also Sometimes I want to just post about like a book that I'm reading or a record that I'm listening to, but sometimes I get really worried that people are going to think that I'm like bragging about like, oh, she reads loads of books or like, oh, look, I, I get sometimes quite nervous that people are thinking that I'm like trying to portray myself as something that I'm not, even though I would never like lie on there and be like, oh, because I know that's kind of what it's all about as well. It's like people portraying their best life and yeah, I get that yeah. and I understand that. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I quite like to photograph things you know like um like a really full bin on the street and be like that's me on a Sunday or like you know like kind of real real life yeah yeah but kind of taking the piss I think I'm Mm. more comfortable if I'm being self-deprecating than I am being like my life's amazing because I do actually (laughs) think I have an amazing life but I don't want to like yeah you seem to be bragging about it it's a tricky one I think I need to get more of a strategy together um and it's funny, isn't it? Because, you know, some posts that you think are going to do really well, mm. they just flop. Even if you put them up at like 6 p.m. on a Thursday, they still just don't. And then some posts that you think is just like a kind of throwaway, like, oh, whatever, I'll just put that yeah. up. Who cares? They get like yeah. all the likes and you're like, what? But okay. <laughs> yeah, you just don't know. You just don't know what's no. what's going to do well. Things have changed with Instagram. It used to be that a lot of stylized, highly stylized and edited pictures were the most popular and now Mm. people want to see real people and something that's not as perfect i posted the other day i was at 10 downing street oh yeah yeah that was fun so i posted a picture that i got someone out there to take of me outside that door number 10 and it wasn't it was out of focus i mean I, i i looked fine but it wasn't one of my best pictures from a professional photographer. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know how I was going to do. Not, neither do I care how it's going to do. I just post it out there and whatever happens. And it that was super popular. I never thought about it. I had so much better pictures the days before. But that one, somehow, it was real. It was sort yeah. of a big thing being where I was. And people got really excited with it. Well, when I saw that, when I saw you post that photo, I, I thought it was really sweet because you just looked really happy and, and mm. pleased. <laughs> and you were just like outside number 10 down the street, like, like a little bit cheeky <laughs> and I think everyone liked it because it's like yay like it was you just kind of 
I don't know. It was a really sweet moment yeah. of you being excited. And also you were celebrating something. I think that's mm. the, the post that do yeah. best for me is when I'm, I'm saying, that, oh, I've just been featured in this magazine or I've just interviewed this person. And everyone's like doing the well done likes. Yeah. I think the well yeah. done likes are always like yeah. the huge yeah. ones. Everyone just kind of supporting you. Yeah. Rather than you just like showing off about your breakfast or your holiday and everyone's like, well, good for you. I'm not going to like that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, yeah. you know, it has to be something that everyone can get behind. Yeah. And, and say like, yeah, I'm into that. Perfect. You outside 10 Downing Street is just... You'll be the queen next. You could ah, do one with the queen yeah. one day. <laughs> so what kind of accounts do you follow? I imagine it's probably mostly fashion accounts. Or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm into fashion a lot and I do get probably 95% of my fashion inspiration comes from Instagram. I follow people whose style I love, um, and sometimes they're just normal people. They're not. It's, it's not even their job, but I love the way they put things together, what what they choose. Um, so yeah, a lot of it is that. I also, and don't judge me, I love meme accounts. <laughs> I am dying for memes. There is a couple of meme um, people from New York that I am obsessed with. And I cannot wait because they post on American Times. So the first thing I do when I wake up is check their accounts where they posted. And it's, I'm just, they're hilarious. I just love them. I didn't know you were going to say that. It's when yeah. made me laugh. Yeah. Everyone likes memes. Everyone likes memes. You can't not. Uh, <laughs> and that's so like the good. only the only good thing about Instagram is memes because it's not like it doesn't make me anxious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're the best. So I check those and then um some of my friends, celebrities that that I've met in the past and makeup artists that I'm friends with mm. and that's that's all. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I suppose a lot of people find um, the aspirational nature, as we just sort of touched on about holidays and, and you know, fitness and selfies and filters, they find it kind of it makes them a bit anxious. I mean, I know I, I, I go through stages where I feel anxious by social media, but um, I think I've got ways of handling it now. But does, it, does social media and like the kind of constant nature of it just ever stress you out? Um, I guess you have to be very selective with the accounts that you follow. And I've read this the other day and it really resonated with me and I've been doing it, but it just someone said it more eloquently that um, if a certain account that you follow makes you feel anxious or inadequate or brings out your insecurities, just unfollow. Mm. So simple. It, it, just unfollow. You don't have to feed your brain with things that are not healthy for you. So if something just puts you in a in a uncomfortable situation just unfollow and only follow accounts that bring you joy and make you happy um but then you know sometimes even if you do follow the accounts that bring you joy there's times that everything out there stresses you out like let's say everyone's on holiday and you're in london working mm. and you're like what is going on am i the only <laughs> person in the world that's not on an exotic location right now so you know those times or if it gets too much just take a day off and i'm not on instagram uh but i i never really let instagram affect me um and I, it's it's every everyone can can select and everyone can make a choice. So, um, yeah, that's what I think. Unfollow if it's making you feel yeah. bad. Yeah, it's very simple, isn't it? Mm. And this is something I really want to know. I want to know who is the one, or maybe two accounts that 
you can't resist just absolutely stalking. <laughs> Everyone's uh, got one. Um, well, no one, really. I don't have time for that, but I have a lot of stalkers myself. <laughs> and um, you will be surprised to hear who are my stalkers. A lot of my ex-employees. Really? This is really crazy. And people will be surprised when they listen to this. But um, you know Instagram stories? Mm -hmm. It has a certain algorithm. So when someone checks your stories more frequently or checks them checks your stories as soon as they're up they come to the top of the list so you know when you post a story and then you see who has watched yeah. the story the people who are on top of the list are your most fanatic followers that they open it immediately they read all your stories and they come up and all my ex-employees, you know, I have thousands of people checking out my stories. All my ex-employees are up there. And, you know, at some point it was bothering me. And I was I was talking to um, someone <laughs> at the office and I said, what's the problem? Like, you know, they moved on. Why do I still have to entertain them? Like, that was like, yeah, it, it was annoying me. You know, you're, you're yeah. left, you're somewhere else. Like, yeah. stalk your current boss, not me. But I don't know, they they have an obsession, but I think they're probably going to listen to this and, and <laughs> freak out that I know that you. they're still following me and stalking me. Um, so, yeah. Unless it's something about they've, they're they so in your contacts because you probably spoke to them so much through other platforms when they were employees that now they just seem to no, be on. No, I didn't. No. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, just stalk me. <laughs> let's, let's accept that. Yeah. Let's accept that they're stalkers. Okay, fair enough. But there isn't any celebrity that you are always like, have a quick look here. I mean, you know, I think stalking means that you check someone out in secret. And that means that you don't openly follow them. Or if you follow them, you never oh, like them. Okay. Stalking okay. is checking what they do without being visible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I do follow a lot of interesting people yeah. and celebrities and no, just you're check right. what they do yeah stalking but I do, whatever i do i do openly so i do yeah i i check out their stories but i also like their pictures so i'm not silent yeah I'm out there always best just to be honest about your stalking yeah. I've been trying to work out if this celebrity couple is still together for years now. <laughs> I oh. oh, so is this who you stalk? Sometimes, you stalk? basically, you know the model Lucky Blue Smith? He's got yeah. lovely blue eyes. Yeah. He had a baby with a beautiful woman called Stormy, who's a skateboarder, and she's a model too. And they had a beautiful baby together. And now I just can't work out if they're still together or not. And I, I'm trying to stalk them through Instagram to try and work it out. But like, why do I care? Why am I spending my time doing this? Why? Why do yeah, you care? I, I don't know. I just huh. I just really like them as a couple, so I want them to be together. Aw, that's, <laughs> that's sweet. Ridiculous. Yeah. But you're right. I'm liking stuff, so I'm not I'm not yeah. being that creepy. I mean, you're you're into what I just you're admitted into was like <laughs> quite embarrassing. To Stalking admit that. is like if you stalk an ex-boyfriend, let's say, without them yeah. knowing that you're checking them out. So you're doing it in secret. But those algorithms, that those always, algorithms, they're always going to you know, reveal they'll, you. Yeah, you, they'll, they'll know it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't hide. It's social media, it's out there. That's scary. <laughs> um, in terms of people sort of starting to build their own, um, if it's like a young entrepreneur and they want to build, or even just a kind of freelancer who wants to build a kind of like a personal brand, um, how important do you think it is 
for people to use social media to do that? Really important. It's a great way to tell your story. It's a great way for a new brand to uh, put out there their point of view and and show how they are different to everyone else and, and they have a voice. So for me, that's really exciting. I just think that um, new entrepreneurs need to be a little bit careful. And I have seen two mistakes that people make. One is creating an account and pushing product every single day. Um, especially at the beginning, you need to be telling a story rather than have a picture of your product in every single post. You need to balance it out with giving some advice, information, telling a story, entertaining. You you have to find something else outside the product. And also the other mistake I've seen, um, there are some founders who treat their Instagram account as Facebook, you know, which is fair enough if that's what you want to do. Um, but if you want to grow your business, maybe sharing your kids' pictures every day, unless unless you have a kids' range, you know, yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. story. It has to be relevant. Or showing you and your friends, you know, out there partying every night. Yeah, like there needs to be a reason why you're posting as a brand owner and you just have to differentiate between Instagram and Facebook. You know, if you want to post your personal pictures, go to Facebook, that's a platform. But if you are treating Instagram as a platform to grow your brand um, through yourself, then you really have to curate it and come up with some interesting content that's telling a story. I think, yeah, it's so true. It sticks out like a sore thumb if someone's just posting up a picture of them doing something that isn't anything to do with yeah. what you're following them for. Because you're a yeah. bit like, I didn't sign up for this. See you later. Yeah. Um, and what do you think is the best way people can kind of, if they're just starting out from nothing or starting out with maybe a couple of hundred followers, but they want to build um, their social media following, what's the best way they can kind of gain a bunch of followers without having to resort to being naughty and buying them. Mm. <laughs> buying them the yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, that's the million dollar question at the end of the day and the million follower question. Yeah. Um, so as I say in my book, there is nothing like an overnight success. You just have to put the work. Um, three of my top tips, follow people that you genuinely like and build a connection with them. Um, and it's all about creating that that community of people that care about you and you care about them. And once you develop that community, then more people will join. Um, number two, post news and trends before anyone else and hashtag them. And I remember when um, Megan and Harry got married a few months ago and I was posting that picture first when I got it in the news, hashtagging um, Harry and Meghan or Meghan and Harry, royal wedding. I got so many new followers. So, um, or if um, I have a new sneaker that I'm excited about and it's the new trend of the season, I would post it and hashtag it and get a, a whole bunch of new followers. So you do have to provide something that's unique, whether it's news, a new product, a new piece of information and be the first to do that. And that's how you gain a lot of new followers. Um, And then my third tip is you just have to interact. Um, Be nice, like, 
the comments, respond to as many comments as you have time to, go to other accounts, leave your comments there, and just make sure that you interact. You know, Instagram is not about posting a picture and then disappearing for three days and hoping things will happen for you. I find that the more time that I, I put into this, the more interaction, the more interaction I get back. So as everything in life, you just have to put the work so it comes back to you. Yeah, just putting that time in and sort of making it a sociable thing rather than, yeah. as you say, just posting a picture and then walking away, like interact with people and, mm. yeah, and, and talk so, to people. And sometimes it would be that um, I do have a picture to post on that day, but I'm rushing into a meeting and I know that if I post, I'm not going to be able to interact. I'm not posting it. Yeah. I'm waiting until I have the time later on. So when I can post it, I will be there to like some of the comments and, and respond and not disappear. So you have to be conscious about those things. Yeah, for sure. That's a good way of looking at it. And what, um, I guess you probably have social media managers now in your company, right? Like people who are kind of helping you do this or they're helping you do strategies. What kind of, I mean, if someone out there is looking to get like a social media job or is finding themselves really good at it, what kind of qualities would you look for in hiring a social media manager? Well, first of all, let me clarify that the Mrs. Rodiel account, I manage it myself yeah. 100%. So there's no social media manager behind it. But we do have our two brands at Rodiel Beauty and at Nip and Fab. And everyone, please go and follow them. They're really cool accounts. So, um, yes, we do have a social media manager um, with our business right now. And what they need is to be obsessed with social media. Mm -hmm. They need to live and breathe and, and really be into it. And social media needs to be their life, be very passionate. Uh, but at the same time, they also need to be commercial. Um, this It is a creative job, but there's always a sales target attached to it. And they need to be ready to deliver sales. So yes, we're looking for creativity. We're looking for someone who is into social media, but then there's a commercial element to it. Yeah, being a little bit business-minded. Yeah. 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 And wanting to get those likes. Hungry for the likes. <laughs> hungry for the likes and hungry for the sales because all those platforms right now, they have links. Um, you have the shoppable Instagram. Yeah. And this is becoming another source of revenue for the business. So they need to make that happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And do you think it's, um, think it's important for everyone to kind of carve out or invent their own sort of strong tone of voice when they use social media? Um, for sure. Well, I, I don't know what others do, but I write my captions as I speak. I have the same tone of voice in my book as when I go and speak to conferences and the same way that I would speak to you. And I, I want to make sure that I'm consistent. So if someone comes and meets with me, I don't want them to be like, oh, you know, she's so much different than who we think she is and also yeah there's no pretend you know I'm real this is who I am this is how I speak this is my tone of voice and I want people to engage with me because they like who I genuinely am yeah for sure that's so important and do you get quite a lot of people you, you mentioned captions earlier you mentioned kind of um being ready on social media to kind of like take in everyone's feedback and you know like the comments and stuff but do you get a lot of people who just message you on Instagram via direct messages and what kind of stuff do they ask you 
Um, I did get a lot of um, comments and, and, and DMs on people who are starting their new business and are looking for advice. I get requests for mentorship. I get offered a lot of free products, which I never accept because I'm very minimalist <laughs> and also I'm very conscious about waste. Um, I mean, I, I do tend to, I, I read almost all of my comments. I don't check my DMs as often just because I get tons of them. And then I feel if someone wants to say something, they can leave it on a comment. I do, what I occasionally do is maybe once every couple of weeks, I'll just um, go through some of the latest DMs. And if there's some interesting ones, I do a public Q&A. So I want to let people out there know that beware, you know, it's social media. So even if it's DM, it may be published. So be careful of what's yeah. right. Do you ever get any kind of people being negative to you on social media or like horrible messages? We all do, you know, we all have trolls here and there. Uh, but I feel that if we've come to a point that my existence makes someone so uncomfortable, I don't think I should be in their feed, so I just block them. Mm. Yeah. I like your um, cutthroat strategy, unfollow or block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then have no friends, yeah. <laughs> You'll always have a couple. Um. <laughs> Um, have you ever met someone through social media, like maybe someone famous or a different brand who you met online and kind of eventually formed a good working relationship or just a good friendship with? Yeah. Well, Kylie Jenner, that's oh, yeah. how we connected. She posted when she was just 16 years old, um, she posted a picture of our nip and fab glycolic fix and I got in touch with her. Um, and it was total random. I thought, you know, I'm never going to get an answer back. Um, and I said, you know, I love what you do. And I'd love to see if there's a way that we work together. Can you connect with your manager? And she connected me. And then she became the first face of Nip and Fab. And that was her first beauty campaign when she was just over 16 years. It's amazing. Um, so how, how crazy is that? I never expected a response on that DM, but I did get it. Um, but outside Kylie, I've um, met a lot of other cool people. And um, yeah, and also there's some stalkers too, as always. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the stalkers. Um, I think we're kind of running out of time, so we should wrap it up. But I've got one very important question for you on social media. I mean, actually, to be honest, we could keep talking about this forever. But, forever, yeah. Um, it's such a huge topic. And I'm sure people who listen to this can just get in touch and ask you something. Um, but I want to know what you think is the key to, like, the perfect selfie. Nothing beats a Snapchat beauty filter. And that's it. <laughs> that's cheating. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. It's good advice. I'll take it. Um, so that's all we have time for, I think. But join us after this very, very quick break to find out what we've been obsessing over this week. Thank you for listening. welcome back hi hello <laughs> so this is the section every episode in which we discuss something we've been obsessing over this week um i'll start this week i have found this app that has basically 
my big one of my biggest problems is that I have these lovely WhatsApp groups with all my friends in them, and we try we spend our entire lives trying to organize a day that we can all do to like have dinner or meet up or anything like that. Mm. So there's an app basically that we just started using, and it's called Doodle. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And basically, you all just like vote on one day of the of, of like the month, and then the day with the most votes, you just make that the day that you meet up. And it's like, oh wow, all the back and forth conversations <sighs> I've had, and all that time wasted. Now I've just got this way of like, oh, it's just sold everything. Oh, I love it. It's called yeah. doodle. Doodle. Okay. Yeah. And so then anyone, how yeah. do you how do you get people to know? So you get all your friends to sign up, and yeah. then you all vote. Yeah. And do you have the question in the app? So. When do we go out next? Is yeah. the question there? And then you just vote on the day. Yeah. Huh. So you title it so it could be like, okay, holiday dates for next year. Who's free on these days? And then people can just be like, yeah, I can do that week, but I can't do that week. Or I can do this, but I can't do this. And they just literally cool. block it out in the calendar. And then it shows you like how many people have voted for this and then who's Love got it. the most votes. And if, you know, maybe sometimes there's one person who hasn't, you know, got into like the voting thing that everyone else has done. So they're going to get left out. But I'm sorry. It's a busy world. It's a busy world. <laughs> Say that again. Maybe we should use it for meetings in the in the office sometimes. That yeah, would be a really good one. Or exactly. if we want to have a, um, a get-together with a team, that's a good one, actually. I'll make a mental note. Yeah, mm. so I'm very obsessed with that, and I recommend it. What about you, Maria? 
since we are talking about social media and the perfect selfie, my latest obsession is a new concealer that we've launched at Rodial. It's called the Diamond Concealer. And I am just obsessed with it. Um, I thought I was going to use it just for concealing dark circles and all that. And it's just perfect. But I've recently, that's the only thing I've been using. So um, I just put a little bit under my eyes and in the middle of my forehead, nose and chin and then rub. And it's, it's like I'm wearing foundation, but I need a very little amount. And people are saying, what have you done? Did you just have a facial? Your skin looks amazing. And it's it's a one minute thing that I do and it just saves me from applying a lot of makeup. So that's my new tip, the Rodia Diamond Concealer. Sounds perfect. Can't wait to give that a try. Yeah. And anyone out there, if you want to have great skin, give that a go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our social media podcast over, but something that I guess we'll be talking about again in the future at some mm. stage because it's always going to keep changing. But thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. That was fun, Liv. Thanks. Bye. Bye. If you like the Overnight Success Podcast, please make sure you tell a friend, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and don't forget to leave us a rating or comment. You can find me, at Mrs. Rodia, on Twitter and Instagram. This is the Overnight Success Podcast. I am Maria Hatzi-Stefanis. See you next week.